Begin Podfix Network transmission in three, two, one. This is Bewilderbeasts, an infotainment show dedicated to inspiring curiosity for all ages by investigating the ways animals intersect at humanity. I am not a historian, an ethologist, a researcher, a scientist, a zoologist, a trained audio engineer, or an expert in, well, anything. Y'all, I'm lucky if I can remember to put my clean laundry in the dryer before it gets funky. And while I make every effort to present things as accurately as I can with a fun flair, I'm going to mess up. And that's okay. I hope I've given you a nice place to jump off from on your own adventures into curiosity. Or at the very least, I've given you the key to win your next round of trivia. Hey everyone, it's me. It's Melissa. I sound terrible. I am holding my microphone sitting next to a pile of luggage that is going to Scotland with me in the next four hours. So um, I pulled this Patreon exclusive episode uh, about the punk rock goat, Biquette, um, that was in the Patreon exclusive feed. If you're interested in more episodes like this, go to patreon.com slash bewilderbeastpod and you can go ahead and listen to the 13 or 14 episodes that are over there. Um, they will also be getting an episode that I'm recording from Scotland. Um, and had I planned this better, I wouldn't be sitting in my bedroom recording this, holding everything and hoping the sound isn't awful. Um, I just pulled the entire episode from the Patreon feed over to here. I did no editing. I didn't cut the beginning or anything. But if you stick around to the end, past the end credits of this one, you'll hear you'll hear, hear some pretty funny outtakes. So without further ado, I am heading to Scotland. Patreon people, you'll be getting a Patreon exclusive episode by the end of August that will be recorded in Scotland. And all y'all in the main feed, enjoy this Patreon exclusive that was voted on by Twitter uh, for your August bonus episode. Enjoy. Oh, oh, oh. And I also have pins of Biquette. Um, You can go to patreon.com slash bewilderbeastpod and scroll down through some of those posts. You will see the image art that was used for that pin. It's a small one. It's a very cute pin. I love it so much. Um, I have a few extra. So if anybody wants some, if you just like throw some bones for shipping, I can probably send you one of these. Um, And if you're a Patreon member and didn't get the punk rock goat, I just grabbed a handful and sent random uh, pins to Patreon people. If you subscribe and you want this one specifically and didn't get one in the first round, let me know and I'll send one out to you. All right. I think that's it. All right. I got to go catch a plane. Bye, guys. Hello and welcome to this Patreon-exclusive Bewilderbeasts recording. Ugh, undertired, overtired, I don't know. It's after the holidays and we're here. I'm your host, Melissa McKee-McGrath, and today on this Patreon-exclusive episode, we are talking about a punk-rocking goat. All right, let's go. So if you happen to follow me on Twitter, you might already know what today's episode is about. However, if you don't, you need to know a couple of things. One, this 
entire episode is based on a single Twitter post, one Uno Twitter post by Daniel Peterson at Peter Sender on Twitter. That's all it took. 180 text characters and a whole lot of rabbit holes later, we have this epic tale of punk rocking goat. Two, I tried to listen to some other shows and podcasts on this topic, and aside from several in French, which was not helpful for my non-French comprehending ear holes, and giving that biquette is both the name of the goat in question that we're talking about, and it also means, quote, little female goat in French, if I had stumbled onto some hardcore field and farm pods, or shows on specifically this goat, I just had to resort to reading articles, and I did the best I could. <laughs> and so doing the best I could, I ended up finding several videos on a punk rock goat who elevated grindcore to an entirely new level. All right, so if you are ready, which you are not, <laughs> let's do this! Rawr! Metal Insider called her one of the best images in metal. That's so metal. She was bequet. Her name meant little female goat, which, I mean, my name means honeybee, so who am I to judge? However, I am not a bee, but Bequette's name was a little too on the nose because she was, well, a little female goat <laughs> in France. Bequette was a milk goat, meaning that she was only considered, quote, useful as long as she could produce milk. And when she stopped, she was sold to a slaughterhouse, and that's usually the end of the story for many milking goats. However, this was just the beginning for this undulating ungulate. It's hard to find out how exactly she was handed over to Moriac. This is a farm-turned-DIY space where bands would come from all over the world to perform. Some people would live here long-term, others would stay for a few nights... So if I'm reading the information correctly, which is translated from the French in a Vice article by noisy contributor Kyle Kramer. So some of the ideas and concepts might not have direct translations, but it seems to me that this space was like a little come-and-go commune for artists and musicians from around the world. And spectators would come and go and watch these concerts and attend festivals at the farming space. And it appears that Bequette, who also went by Lulu at some of these shows, because everyone needs a stage name, she was given up by the milking farm and handed over to Mariak Farm. It was perhaps just cheaper to hand over the goat to the farm instead of the farm with the capital T and capital F. Perhaps the artist farm folk thought that having a goat around would add something to the ambiance. Maybe she could make some goat friends, frolic, befriend a donkey, something. But what they didn't expect, what truthfully no one expected, was that she really loved people. Well, maybe they expected that too, but she loved the barn stage. Well, it is a barn, so maybe it was familiar to her. But she didn't just love the people and the stage at the barn. She loved the people on the barn stage as they would rock the f*** out. Her favorite band was reportedly Wormrot, a Singaporean grindcore band that traveled through Europe and the United States. They were the first Singaporean band to play at the Glastonbury Festival. And here's the thing. When you see the meme of grindcore goat or the images of Biquette Lulu de Moriac, it is quite a sight. 
there's this little white goat in the front row, inches from this grown, sweaty punk rockers who are obviously playing their hearts out. But if you do one thing today, find a video, literally any video, of this goat at a worm rot show. Turn it up for just 15 seconds and just watch the goat. She has the same expression as everyone else in the audience in the barn watching the scream core notes ricochet off the walls. This is next level. So when new people would come through Moriak, Biquette Lulu would actually just kind of goat saunter up to them and she'd hang out with them as the official one goat commune welcome wagon. It may have been because she just loved people, but it's also just as likely it was because she was kissing up to them to steal their cigarettes and beer later on. More on this in a minute. <laughs> Flo, the woman who was interviewed for this vice piece, said that Bequette particularly liked Pinier Cardinal, a Toulousian band where she would just lay down at the bass's feet, who had either licked a cane toad or ate one of those flying reindeer mushrooms because he was totally hallucinating during his set. <laughs> I wonder how many people had to tell him, actually, weirdly, there was really a goat sleeping at your feet while you were jamming out. And if she wasn't in the front row throwing literal horns, she would be sleeping by the speakers during the set. She loved to party. She drank beer, reportedly stealing it from other musicians as they would set up their gear. She would also eat the cigarettes of all forms, the butts, the lit ones from attendees' hands or ashtrays, not a healthy lifestyle. And like toddlers in the 70s and 80s, she would just suck down the dregs at the bottom of beer bottles, the French version of solo cups. But unlike, hopefully, kids of any age, this kid would munch on the bottom of pots of paint or lick oil drains. And I only mention that hardcore lifestyle and her unhealthy eating habits because as this sentence in the vice column made me snort seltzer out of my nose, which I do not recommend to anyone, Two stars, do not recommend. Quote, As far as what caused her death, it's a big mystery. Perhaps it was the oil, the paint, the alcohol, the beer, the liquor, probably shrooms, and whatever else she lived on on her borrowed dime. As most goats can live to 18 years or so, and there are reports of some 24-year-old babas, Baquette died like many music legends, living hard, playing hard, rocking hard, and at a young age, in a barn. <laughs> five years as a milking goat kept pregnant to produce milk for humans and another five as an absolute grindcore legend. Bequette died in 2013 at age 10, but she rammed a lot of life into those 10 years. <laughs> According to the Worm Rot's Facebook page announcing her death, the fans showed up to pay their virtual respects to Grindcore Goat Bequette or Lulu or the Mariak Grindcore Goat, whatever she was known to her closest acquaintances. Some tributes included the typical RIPs or more formal rest in peace. There was a spattering of she'll be missed and gutted. But more importantly, and what makes Bequette Lulu de Mariak's memory burn ever brightly, are the less common sentiments. Quote, May she mosh ever on in goat hell. Quote, sadness washes over the metal community. And my personal favorite, Lulu's grinding with the devil now. On Grind TV's Facebook page, a wall of tributes included a stunned WTF, which I can only assume means what the flop. <laughs> Quote, hail the goat and translated, 
from the Spanish, quote, May her paradise be morning to evening, grindcore concerts. I personally wouldn't hate if someone had said this at my funeral party. And if you want some Goat Rock merch, and I know y'all do, go to redbubble.com, shop <laughs> AP6248362. Or you could just go to Redbubble and search for Worm Rot Official. Trust me, you'll find it. I'll also pop some cheesy art up on Twitter. Feel free to do the same. <laughs> R.I.P. The most beloved animal in metal. So thank you for joining me today on Bewilderbeast Patreon exclusive. Thank you from the bottom of my metal grindcore heart so much for supporting this show. This one is just for you. And if there are topics that you would be interested in hearing about on the show, know of any historical animals who changed the world, animals who help humans, or other animals who are just too cool for school, in the news, send them in to bewilderbeastpod at gmail.com. Tweet at bewilderedpod, bewilderbeastpod on Facebook, and bewilderbeast on Instagram. I'm Melissa McHugh McGrath with Mudstuff Media. Go get curious. I got today's information from HuffPost.com, Vice.com, well, predominantly Vice.com, GeeksOfDoom.com, at Peter Sender on Twitter, P-I-E-T-E-R-S-E-N-D-E-R on Twitter, RD.com slash Goat Puns, the Goat Rocking Out with Punk Bands, MetalInsider.net, Wikipedia.org on Worm Rot, and Wikipedia.org on the lifespan of goats. Links, as always, are in the description of today's episode. Intro music is Tiptoe Out the Back by Dan Leibowitz. Interstitial music is by MK2. Additional music provided by Pixabay and Freesound.org. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and review, and share with your curious friends. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next time. And translated from the Spanish, quote, May his paradise be morning to an evening grind... May his paradise be morning to the evening. <laughs> May her paradise be morning to evening grind concerts. May her paradise be morning to evening grindcore concerts. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at Podfix on Twitter, official underscore Podfix on Instagram, at Podfix Network on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved.